Welcome to another episode of Been There, Done That, where I, your host, Mariela Lozano, will share the best tips and knowledge that I have gained from my experiences, the good and the bad, throughout my college, personal, and professional life. I challenge you to step out of the comfort zone and learn to be the best version of yourself. Don't worry, I got you. I've been there, and this is how I get to say that I've done that. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Been There, Done That podcast. My name is Mariela Lozano, and I am your host. And today I'm going to be recording episode number six, Parties, Dating, and Work-Life Balance in College with my friend Francesca Pirelli. Go ahead and introduce yourself, Frankie. Hi, um, I'm Francesca Pirelli. I recently just graduated from Arizona State University with my bachelor's degree in business entrepreneurship, and then I minored in film and media production. I'm originally from Las Vegas, so I've just been out here in Arizona for a couple of years now. Okay, so now we're going to play our most famous game, a virtual hot seat. So let me set the timer. Hulu or Netflix? Netflix. Favorite movie? Avatar. Favorite color? Mm, pink. Disney or Nickelodeon? Oh, Disney. What is one thing you will never do again? Um, <laughs> skip. <laughs> What's the most unusual combination of food you've ever eaten? What was it? The most unusual thing of like food combos you've eaten? Oh, I don't know. Hot Cheetos on tacos. Really? (laughs) The last book you read? The Alchemist. And then what is your biggest fear? Um, Failing. Really? Yes. (laughs) What's your dream job? My dream job is to be a major movie producer. Okay, perfect. So our timer has ended. So that was the virtual game of Hot Seat. And now we will continue on with the rest of the questions and answers. So the first question I have for you is, what do you wish you had known before you started your college journey? There was a ton of things that I wish I knew before I just got up at the age of 17, moved away from home and moved into a whole different state all by myself. Um, I wish I knew how difficult it really was going to be Uh, both mentally, physically, and financially. I wish I just prepared myself more um, to have housing every single year. You know, I was lucky enough to have an on-campus job that took care of that for me for all three years after my first initial year at ASU. Uh, But yeah, I really just wish I knew, you know, how much I was actually going to struggle and how hard it was going to be. Yeah, that's a good one because being out of state is super hard, especially like financially, you know, like everyone struggles with it. It's so expensive. It's very expensive. And, you know, I was a 17 year old kid. I didn't really know anything about financial aid and scholarships or anything like that. So it was very like late to the party when it came to, you know, financially supporting myself on my own throughout, you know, four years of out of state tuition. Yeah, but you did that and you're still doing that period. (laughs) Yes, I did it. I got through it. Okay, the second question I have is where do you see yourself in five years? 
Oh, this is a good question. So in five years, I'll be 26 years old. Definitely no kids by then. Um, I see myself living in either LA or Miami and having my own production studio by then. So I want to start and open my own studio where I could do photo shoots, photography, and most importantly, film. So I want to start filming music videos, maybe even producing and directing short films. Um, but in five years, I definitely think I'm going to have my own building, my own space to create, to work. Mm-hmm. And then this goes into the next question because I put, what inspired you to start your photography business? Frankie's Photography. Yeah, so Frankie's Photography is my photography company. I started it about my freshman year of college. So I've always been into photography my whole life. When I was in elementary school and middle school, I worked as a school historian, putting together scrapbooks and taking photos of all the school events. Um, You know, and then I played sports for a couple of years. And it wasn't until my freshman year of college when I joined a sorority. I was an Alpha Phi. And I just started taking pictures on my phone of all my sorority sisters. And, you know, obviously they're all drop dead gorgeous. So it wasn't that hard, you know, to get a good photo of them. But um, it was just something that all the girls were asking me to do is just take pictures of them. And I started doing photo shoots just on my iPhone, you know, would just grab some friends and some girls and start taking their pictures. And so eventually by second semester, my freshman year, I enrolled in a black and white film photography class. And it was kind of just random that I happened to enroll in it. My mom had an old film camera that she used to shoot us as kids on. So I went home over winter break before second semester. I got her camera, got some film and started taking the black and white film class. And I just fell in love with it and realized that I'm really good at it. And it was truly my passion. So after that, I invested in a digital camera and the rest kind of just fell from there. I just started doing photography. I started charging about like $30 for all my photo shoots for all my friends and my homeboys and stuff like that and word of mouth kind of just spread and everybody started to get interested yeah that's good because Frankie is literally a beast of photography (laughs) if you haven't already checked out her page go and check it out Um, I'll make sure to link it on the podcast and she'll also state it at the end Um, but yeah I think it's really cool how Frankie's photography just came along because I remember seeing that picture I think you posted it right the one with like the two girls, the sorority girls on the iPhone, you know, like it's yes. with the iPhone and then now we're here. Yes. Yeah. That's really cool. It's great. Yeah. It's really cool to see like my growth and my journey. You know, I started with the sorority sisters and then got all the way up to shooting Lil Dark at one of his concerts. So mm-hmm. it, that was kind of just like a full like circle moment um, to see how like my growth and the places that I could get myself into you know I really try hard Mm -hmm. I was gonna say it's really nice to see where your passion can actually take you you know you put in so much hard work and you get where you get because you put in that much effort and work exactly and when it's something that you're truly passionate about it doesn't feel like you're working like whenever I'm on a set or shooting you know it doesn't matter if I'm getting paid or not getting paid I still feel the same amount of passion for every single project Mm mm-hmm Awesome. So now we're going to move into the questionnaire for 
um it's time to talk about fun stuff parties relationships and yes. time management so we have relationships the category up first so how can people meet slash make new friends in college I think the best way to do it in college is just to get involved. Um, I met people, I started off, you know, by joining a sorority. I had no idea like what sororities were, which sorority meant this and that. Um, I kind of just went through the process. I went to camps when I started college to meet people. I hung out, hung out a lot like at the library and classes. So I think like the best way to meet people is just to be involved and to be friendly. You know, um, when you're in class, start talking to people next to you, form study groups with people. Um, don't be shy because, you know, it's definitely intimidated when you're a new student coming into college on a huge campus. But I mean, everybody there is there to make friends. And so I think that's like a really important thing to remember is that everybody's in the same boat as you are. Mm -hmm. um, so it's not as difficult as you might think <laughs> to make new friends. Yes, I agree 100%. The second question I have is, do you recommend dating in college? And if you already have a boyfriend or girlfriend coming into college, is that okay or not? So I, so personally, I never dated in college. I've never really dated like seriously anybody. Um, I think coming into college with a boyfriend and girlfriend, if you're going to the same college, that's one thing. Um, but if you're going to different colleges, I don't think, you know, that that's something that's going to be benefiting you in the long run. I think going into college is a huge turning point, any, you know, young adult's life. And sometimes you may not be able to find yourself and what you really want to do in your passion when you have somebody, you know, from your hometown that you're kind of tied down to, in a sense. Now, I totally believe in like, Relation, healthy relationships you know if you're there to push one each other to try new things and to explore you know then that's totally different case but I think for the majority um, coming into college with a boyfriend and girlfriend just isn't really ideal because you're going to want to try new things go to different places um, and I think that you should always be free to do that yeah I couldn't have put it in any better words but I agree with Frankie I feel like you're not as tied down, you know, when you have that other person there. And also mm -hmm. it allows you to really grow personally because college is all about learning and becoming like a better you. And if you have someone else who's just like always there, you know, I feel like you can't really grow um, mentally, like at that mental capacity that you should be at, like when you're in college, but because exactly. you're focusing on someone else, you know, and yeah. Like, long distance relationships are hard in itself. So I'm just like, mm -mm. I'm not yeah, sure, and, but. And those long distance relationships could make you, you know, not want to get involved on campus because you miss that other person so much and you just want to talk to them. You know, it's just, it's just too much. I think for, you know, us young people in our 17, 18, 19, 20s, you know, to have to be going through that. I think you should just have fun, explore and experiment in college. Yes, I agree. Okay, the third question I have is, when should you leave a relationship slash break up with someone? Oh, this is a great question. Um, I personally think that the most important thing is when you feel yourself outgrowing that other person. Personally, I would never be in a relationship with somebody who's, 
either at the same level I, I am or at a level below me. And I don't say that to put myself on this high pedestal or anything like that, but I do have a lot of goals, things that I'm working towards. I'm busy 24 seven. You know, I need somebody who can match that pace and could be above that pace to inspire me to push and work harder. So I feel like when you come to a point where this person's kind of slowing you down, you're not spending as much time like on yourself and on your goals and achieving and leveling up, then I think that that's, you know, a time that you should leave that relationship when you don't feel yourself growing anymore, because, you know, you can grow with somebody to a certain point that mm-hmm. it'll get to a, you'll get eventually get to a time where you have to grow apart, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's so natural, but not everybody's meant to go on the same path as each other. And especially, you know, when you're in your twenties, it's just, you're super young to even know um, how you're going to spend the rest of your life with somebody. And also toxic relationships are a huge thing, you know, and that kind of ties into somebody kind of holding you down and not letting you grow and not letting you go out. You know, if you have somebody who's constantly like checking your location, asking you where you are, um, trying to know how much time you spend at particular places, not letting you see your friends, you know, those are all like major red flags. And if you have close friends that are around you that, you know, care enough about you to point them out, then I definitely think that's something that you should listen to as well. Yep, exactly. I think um, toxic, toxic relationships, once you're in one, it's like you don't see those red flags too, even though like your friends see them and all that stuff. It's like yeah. you're trying to avoid it because you love this person so much that you wouldn't think like they're hurting you in that way. But it's mm-hmm. kind of hard to really get out of that headspace and like take a step back and say, okay, yeah, I'm in a toxic relationship and I need to end this. And it's hard, but like Frankie said, you just have to look at those red flags and see what's best for you but if it's a toxic relationship drop that shit Mm -mm. exactly exactly okay so the fourth question I have for this category is advice for someone new to the dating scene oh well I feel like personally myself I'm new to the dating scene (laughs) you know I don't really do it that often I come to say to myself but Somebody who's new to the dating scene, I would think, you know, I would just say, just remain yourself. Don't ever try to change yourself, you know, to try to fit somebody else's standards or try to change your clothing or what you naturally would look like, you know, to try to be something for someone else. Because eventually, you know, your true self is always going to come through and it's always going to show. So when you try to change like little things about you to get somebody else's attention, it's going to be hard on yourself to always try to maintain that facade so I think just staying natural staying as raw as possible um is what's going to attract other people to you because you attract what you put out mm-hmm. I love that okay so the next category is parties so the first question yes. I have for that is <laughs> what is your definition of a party and how does it typically go down uh, my definition of a party okay so I would say, um, you know, growing up in Vegas, you know, I'm not new to the party scene. Uh, it's been something I've been into pretty much my whole life. You know, we would always have hotel parties and stuff growing up. So my definition of a party would just be a bunch of people gathered in space, 
you know, basic textbook mm-hmm. definition. Um, I would say like a hotel or an Airbnb is like the ideal party for me, you know, like a house party, mm-hmm. um, a kickback, you know, sometimes you play games, but really just like socializing, you know, have a few drinks here and there um, and just hanging out. Good music. I think the music sets the tone for any single party or club scene that you go to. So the music is definitely the biggest, the biggest part. And then to add on to that question, what has been your favorite party you've ever attended? Oh my gosh, this is a difficult question, Mariela. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite party, I would have to say one of the best nights I've ever had was draft night. I want to say it was 2019. So a couple of my friends, you know, got drafted to the NFL and their management group had this huge mansion out here in Paradise Valley to celebrate all the boys. And I went and I took photos the entire night. You know, we just had a great time at the house. We went out to the club. I took pictures there. We came back to the house. Um, it was really just good vibes. You know, we were probably up until the sun came up just having a good time celebrating it was just such a great energy it was great music it was great people and I went out by myself that night which I think I've been doing a lot more recently um last night I actually just went out by myself and had a great time so I don't know there's something about me going out just me and my camera and all my boys that I trust and that have great energy that I love to be around uh, those are some like the best nights to, to me Mm-hmm. okay and then this question kind of ties into that how do you get invited to parties and then do you have to be in greek life to attend parties this is more of like a college question but also like in general any advice for that yeah so i would say like for college like it definitely helps to be in greek life um just because you know if you're in a sorority or fraternity you have like a couple hundred you know other members there with you so it's, you're pretty likely to get invited to parties just by knowing people um but that's pretty much the biggest thing is just knowing people that's how you get invited um just having like you know cool vibes always being able to control yourself whether you're drinking or whatever it is um I think self-control is like the biggest thing because if you lose your mind one night at a party you're probably not going to get invited back Mm -hmm. um so I would just always recommend you know stay classy like wherever you go um and meeting people like personally for me it's just you know I'll have one friend who knows a friend who knows a friend and then we'll get invited somewhere um Instagram is also a great way to kind of like network with people you know just following people that you think might have the same interests as you um those kind of things personally when I was in Greek life I didn't really go to any of the Greek life parties um I kind of stayed more towards like the basketball and the football parties which I had a great time with, um, but those I would get invited because I knew people from my high school and from my hometown that would be there. So like I said, all about connections and who you know. Mm-hmm. Okay, the next question is, how can I stay safe at a party but still have fun? I think this is such an important question, so I'm glad you asked that. Um, the best way to stay safe as a party is always, always, always know your surroundings, know who you who you're with, you know, who you came with, um, and just staying aware, like, of yourself, um, you know, say if you are out and you are drinking, you know, which is very common for college students, 
never lose sight of your drink, you know, always keep your hand over your drink. If you're setting it down um, on the table or something, you know, always keep a hand on it and never look away from your drink. And if you do walk away from your drink, never, ever come back and drink it because, mm-hmm. you know, there are things that people can slip in your drinks and it's more common than you might think for these things to happen. So I think that's just the most important part, you know, bring your own, um, beverages or anything if you, you are going to consume um, I would say always bring your own and not trust you know like mixed juices and mixed drinks mm-hmm. and those jungle juices you know that you'll see at a lot of parties I would steer clear of those completely Pre-game. 100% yeah exactly pregame you know in the safety of your own home take an uber um, never drive when you're going out to parties you know that's unfortunately where like the most accidents happen so I'd always say you know uber go out with friends that you trust because sometimes you know people that you do go with that you do think that you could trust you know will leave you or not watch out for you or not have your back so I would say to always have your own back first that's the most important thing so stay aware stay aware of your surroundings know who's around you don't veer off with anybody that you don't know and then never come back to your drink once you leave it mm-hmm. BYOB <laughs> BYOB you know and you'll still have a great time even if you don't drink or anything you know like I'm not big on drinking personally um and I still have had a great time every single time I go out and I don't drink you know so it's like you don't need that to have fun the only thing you need to have fun is good music of course because I'm a music person and good people around you yep exactly Okay, so now we move into the time management section. And for this one, I just have one question. So do you have a formula for how to balance your time um, socially and like academically? You know, I've always struggled with time management. Honestly, it's something that I do struggle with that I am trying to work on. But the only thing that keeps me uh, organized from day to day is my calendar and my phone. Like, I always have to write down, like, if I have work, if I have my second job, when I have a photo shoot, I even put it in my calendar when I'm hanging out with my friends, mm-hmm. you know, and that's the best way for me to honestly do it, because I work a lot. I have three jobs currently, including my photography, and Thanks. I have a very popular social life, so, and I make time somehow for everything, and I also love to go on vacation, to take trips, you know, and I think that's important for your for your health and for your lifestyle as well so um yeah my, my formula is really only my calendar yep she is a busy <laughs> gal guys and she's traveling where are you going to you're going to italy soon. i'm going to italy next week i'm very excited yep that's so much fun so i'm excited for you you deserve Thank it you, you deserve Thank that you. break gonna go take pictures by the beaches ah oh I'm so excited to eat all the good food Mm -hmm. you know and it's just important to prioritize you know that's also like part of my formula prioritizing like what do I need this week do I need Mm -hmm. sleep or do I need to go do another photo shoot do I need to go see my friends you know whatever it is just prioritize um and always get your sleep and take care of yourself first awesome And then I have a question about advice. What is one piece of advice that you would give to an incoming freshman or a student? My best advice is to try everything. I mean, in college, a lot of students like aren't sure like what they want to do for their career, you know, and I would probably say that's about 80% of students. They 
they're not sure about what they want to do mm-hmm. um, after college. And the best advice I could ever give is to try a little bit of everything. Personally, I didn't know what I really wanted to do coming into college. I just knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur. And by just having to pick up a camera and trying photography, I found my passion. And, you know, I'm super blessed that it came to me so easily and so naturally. Mm-hmm. Um, not everybody gets that right off the bat. But if you work hard and you try a bunch of different things that you might think you're interested in, you're going to figure out, like, if you're actually interested in them or not. Or not. So that's probably the best thing that you could do. Awesome. So now we move on to our Instagram questions we have for today. So the first one is, should I get a fake ID and is it worth it? (laughs) Wow. Coming from the queen of fake IDs. (laughs) I used them for years. I probably got my first one when I was like 15 or 16 in Vegas. I think the first place we ever went to was Margaritaville on the Strip, you know, for some reason. Um, (laughs) Uh, it to me it was worth it you know I probably had about 10 IDs throughout the past couple of years um it was worth it to me because I always looked older and I always acted older and kept myself together so um I thought it was worth it for other people maybe not you just have to be careful like where you use them because you can get in a lot of trouble mm-hmm. uh, from them you know you never want to put yourself in a situation where you're going to get the police called on you and you know, get arrested or filed for impersonation if you're using somebody else's real ID. So I would just say be careful with it. Uh, but at the same time, just have fun. You know, if you get a good feeling about the place when you're going to use your ID, then use it. If you don't get a good feeling, then I wouldn't, I wouldn't risk it. Mm-hmm. Frankie, have you ever gotten your fake ID taken away? <laughs> you know the answer to this <laughs> I, I think I've gotten maybe six IDs confiscated throughout my life um and somehow I still finish off with four IDs by the time I four IDs left by the time I turned 21 so it was good what about you Mariana have you ever had a fake ID no I didn't I never got one just because like I don't know I didn't really go out to clubs and stuff my freshman year mm-hmm. and sophomore year because I was living at home but mm-hmm. yeah, I just never got it. But I mean, I'm not like opposed to getting a fake ID. It's just, I'm kind you of scared waited. too. Oh yeah, <laughs> I waited, I waited. I mean, it was worth waiting though. Cause now it's like, yeah. oh, this is like what it feels like to be 21. But yeah. Oh man. Yeah, no, it was, it was a great time. I think I started going out to Old Town when I was 18. That's crazy using my fake IDs and you know it, it was it's been the same bounce at the club since I was 18 and then when I finally turned 21 here I am showing up with a different ID you know the vertical <laughs> so it's kind of funny you know they can't do, really do anything about it at that point but yeah, yeah always be careful and if I always kind of got away with it because I would go with like higher profile groups so sometimes they wouldn't even check it or you know they would just glance at it and let me in because of who I was with so mm-hmm. It usually worked out for the most part. Exactly. <laughs> okay, the second question is, is it common to stay a virgin throughout college? Absolutely. I definitely think it's common. Um, I don't think you should ever feel pressured to lose your virginity or to give yourself to somebody that you're not ready for, that you're not comfortable with. Um, I know a lot of people, especially like people who are 
like religious and have religious factors that want to save themselves for marriage you know that's totally normal that's totally natural and it's your personal choice it's your body um I know a lot of people you know who have stayed virgins throughout college and you're honestly not really missing out on anything if you do choose that you know if anything you know you're keeping your body safe your body clean um and you care about yourself a lot and I think any for women you know any man um who doesn't value that you know obviously doesn't even deserve your time mm-hmm. I was gonna say and another very important thing to throw in here is to always use protection if you do choose to go that route because you don't want to end up pregnant I mean that's not like in our timeline anytime soon for Frankie yes. and I but I mean I wouldn't recommend it pregnant you know STD is like it's it's real out there you know and it's dangerous and it's risky um always protect yourself first protect your body 110 percent yep okay the next question is are there a lot of people who have never been into a relationship um before college or in college yeah yeah I think there's a ton um I think that like we're so young when we start college and then when we go through college you know it's not always ideal for people I never was in a relationship before college I had like a little boyfriend in sixth grade that (laughs) I was in love with and broke my heart you know and I don't know I just never I never dated you know I spent time like talking to guys like too much time I probably should have but um I was personally never in a relationship and I in high school or college you know I recently just graduated still don't really see myself getting into a relationship with anybody anytime soon just because I like to put myself first and my goals and my work and my personal life first um and so it's just been I just haven't found anyone who kind of like matches my hustle like I talked about about earlier so and I'm not the only one like tons and tons of my friends are in the same boat you know they've never been in real relationships Yep, they gotta match our level. We Pisces out here, so you gotta yes. match our level because if you're not there, I'm sorry, you're out. You're out of the box. A hundred and ten percent. Yeah, you have to match my hustle. You have to be doing something for me. You know, you can't get mad if I'm busy working. I don't want to get mad if he's busy and working because he's on his hustle. You know, I'd never want to would want to have somebody sacrifice that for me. Mm-hmm. Okay, the last question of the day is, is it awkward to date someone in college if you don't have any experience prior to that? No, I think if it's awkward, then you're with the wrong person. You know, like relationships should be totally freeing. They should be comfortable. They should be loving. Um, I don't think, you know, it should ever be awkward to date somebody in college, you know, because chances are they've never had like a real high school relationship either Mm -hmm. so I think if you just stay open with that person you know talk to them get to know them beforehand then you're going to be totally fine yep I agree 100% okay so that was our last question Frankie well thank you so much for joining us Frankie I really appreciate it I love having you on my podcast and I'm sure that my guests would love to hear from you as well so thank you so much I really appreciate it and go ahead and list your socials so that my followers can connect with you thank you so much for having me I've definitely been wanting to speak on your podcast for a while you're so amazing Mabby Lolo like I don't know how you do everything that you do 
you're always so involved and you've really been passionate about your podcast. And I know personally, I've been wanting to have a podcast for a long time. So, you know, you having me on here is definitely, you know, giving me some advice and some insights about how I can personally do it myself. So I really appreciate you always being there for me and supporting. Yes, and for you all that are listening, thank you guys for listening. Um, I'd love um, for you guys to check me out on Instagram. Uh, message me any questions that you have. My Instagram is at Francesca Pirelli. I'll spell it F-R-A-N-C-E-S-C-A. Pirelli, P-E-R-R-E-L-L-L-I. And my photography page is at Frankie's Photography with two eyes. So that's at F-R-A-N-K-I-I-E-S, photography. And thank you, guys.